When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. He is the birthday boy. Cody Del Mendo celebrating a big Cubs win. Their fourth in a row, first four-game winning streak of the season. A third straight series win has been clinched. And your birthday could not have gone better, Mr. <laughs> Del Mendo, as a diehard Cubs fan. The game went from good to exciting to off-the-charts thrilling. Uh, Luke, as soon as that game ended, no, actually, I'm pretty sure as soon as Morell hit the homer, actually, all night, I've been <laughs> saying, do not, I repeat, do not let me talk myself into thinking the Cubs are back. And when Morell hit that homer, I had never been so excited to be up 7-0. to zero. Here's the baseball he hit out of Wrigley. We've, we've actually got it. It's your birthday present. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, check out CHGO Sports TikTok. Um, yeah. No, it's just a great game, man. Like, I couldn't have asked for a better birthday, honestly, when it comes to Cubs baseball. Like, oh, my God. That was just – that was a hell of a game. And whether you – whether you're, you know – are out on this team on making the playoffs or not, you, you got a little bit of a glimpse of the future. We saw a lot of what could be the future tonight, and to me, that's that's awesome. They, like, what do we say all the time? Like, in for the baseball season, it's always like you're – for especially for this team, we, we've said that there's going to be moments where we right. where we were like, oh, this could be something for the future. This could, like this was one of those nights. But also, the Cubs are playing well right now. That's what is that, six out of the last eight Yes, and it just was it. Tonight's pieces of the future were unexpected. They kind of come out of nowhere. We'll get to why some of the guys were there. First of all, uh, Cubby birthday shot for you. Well, let me. Do you want you do, Let me join you here. Are, are you toasting Hughes or are you toasting Morell first? Uh, <laughs> what? I'll do. I'll do. You have to, oh. Or Keegan Thompson, the mayor. Oh my Which God. which of your three do you want to toast? Oh man, I need three. The, cub, the Cubby Kool Aid shot. Uh, let's do, uh, let's, let's do Brandon Hughes first. That guy was awesome. Brandon Hughes, here you go. Okay. Get the close-up. <laughs> it's a lot harder at 31, Cody. Remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's not as easy. Well, they always say whenever you got a hangover, just start drinking again, and you'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, this game was 
unbelievable. I, I don't I don't know which guy to even start with. Right, right. Uh, I, let's just go chronologically, I guess, as, as we recap the game. Um, because it was kind of a special night at Wrigley Field. You know, the, the weather's been great. They've now outscored the Pirates 16 to nothing mm-hmm. to start the series. Ooh. What are you cracking open, an old style? It looks like a Budweiser. A Budweiser on top of the Cubby Kool-Aid. All right, oh, here we yeah. go. We're celebrating tonight, guys. Uh, Keegan, We're 4-0 in our last four. Yeah, and, well, <laughs> listen, and understand it was the Pirates, but Who cares? a team that I made fun of. <laughs> but until tonight, they'd been trailing the Pirates, and finally the yeah. Cubs have been able to catch the Pirates and now move ahead of the Pirates, and hopefully that will continue for them because, listen, frankly, that is a Pirates team that committed what should have been four to five errors in one inning that right. set off some of the scoring. Like, right. they're terrible. For sure. Like, this is as bad as I – this is the team I thought we were going to see, mm-hmm. and then they played a little bit better early in the season. We were like, well, wait, wait a minute, the Pirates, I don't know. <laughs> no, they're, they're going to be bad. Um, so let's start with Keegan Thompson. You know, he gets the spot start. Yeah. His second in a row now. Yep. And he had started this season off in this great role, this kind of hybrid reliever where he's coming in and he's doing a great job. And I was saying, leave him there. Do not start him. Do not start him. Mm-hmm. The first outing was just okay when he went out and started. And I'm sure he wants to be a starting pitcher in the long run. Um, he comes out, five innings, four hits, five strikeouts, no walks, and his ERA at home is now .83. <laughs> uh, I, again, One I, might say that's good. I know it's the Pirates. <laughs> but if you don't believe you have found some part of the future in Keegan Thompson, mm-hmm. I think you're mistaken. Yeah. Like, whether it's reliever, whether it's starter, you have found somebody that will be part of your pitching staff. Yeah, I mean, and if you want to, if you really do want to play the, oh, it's the Pirates. Well, he only gave up two runs against the Padres last week, right? And he's pitched, he pitched well against the Dodgers. He he's pitched well all season. Like I don't know how much more you need to see to be in on Keegan Thompson or not. He is, I mean, Brent, uh, Corey, and Brennan like to say this podcast is a fan graphs only. But Baseball Reference put out a tweet today ranking, like, the top players in war. And for, le- for relievers, Keegan Thompson is number three in B-War. That's, uh, so that, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, if, you wanna, if we want to do the conversation for who's uh, if he should be a starter or a reliever, again, he straight up started tonight because Marcus Stroman has been out. Right, out with and, COVID. And so now, if he gets another start with Stroman in the rotation, then then I think they're they're in on it. But again, he went, what, five innings, 65 pitches? Yep. So, like, there's no that, – that's basically what he's been doing all year. He just was able to go five tonight because the Pirates were, you know, were putting the ball in play or – you know, just striking out. They, he he was great tonight. Like I'm all over the place when I'm talking about what he's what he did tonight. But you like, get so excited for Keegan. Thompson I am. I love Keegan. I love Keegan Thompson. He's I've been quickly. on him since the mayor. One. He's your mayor. He is. The, he should be Chicago mayor. He is owning Wrigley Field right now. I think Marquis put a tweet out. You just said it. What, I, did, they said, "What's your favorite part?" Or was that our tweet? No, no, that was our tweet. But the Marquis put a tweet out like his numbers at Wrigley Field this year. Oh, he .83 ERA. Yeah, home. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's pretty unbelievable. And, right. You know, I you were looking at kind of the types of pitches he was throwing. Twenty one changeups total this season, nine of them tonight. So 
he's adding to his repertoire a little bit, you know, yeah. and that's good to see that he's starting getting more comfortable with throwing different pitches at the major league level. Uh, it can only help when you can master yet another pitch that they haven't seen before, especially when you start going through a second time or a third time through a lineup. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. And, you know, Stroman, we've heard, has finally been cleared, and so he will be starting soon. It doesn't sound like he's going to need a rehab start, even though he hasn't pitched since, uh, I believe, the 1st of May. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's been a while, but um, this this was a good start. And this is, I don't know that you don't put him back in the role that he was in before. I think that's probably the case, assuming Stroman's coming back. But it, you feel much more comfortable giving him that opportunity when it arises again later in the season, and it most certainly will. You know, yeah. you're not going to go through the season without uh, one of the starters going down and missing a spot. I mean, just COVID alone right now is is coming up in around Major League Baseball to where guys are missing starts. Yeah, um, well, the so, Guardians had to postpone games, right? Had to postpone games. Lucas Giolito missed a game. Uh, yeah. You know, this has been a long time, and now Jason Hayward's on the list, and mm-hmm. Robertson's still on the list. Right. Um, so the chat has a lot of people pretty excited about this game, you know? They should I, be. I did see a, a, birth, a happy birthday shout-out to you in there somewhere. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Jack was saying that he's he's on fully on the extend Wilco train after the reaction that he had to Morell's home run, why, why which was you, just like jumping up and down. Yes. He was so excited for him. He's Corey tweeted out, yeah. Corey tweeted out a a gif of whenever of that happening. I don't know how he does this. I need to I need to get in on how he does this. But uh, it's on our Twitter account, chgo under or yeah, chgo underscore Cubs. Um, it's it's a great gift to have for any kind of celebratory Cubs stuff moving forward. But it's, his excitement was awesome. Like, and again, that's that goes back to. You know, my reasoning and everyone else who wants Wilson Contreras back with this team. And I'm not trying to bring it up. You guys talked about it enough last night, but I there's my two cents. Like, That's it. Just you can say whatever one. you want on your birthday. I, I <laughs> No, I take we that We are back. live I, on YouTube, I take that Luke. Back. Don't, don't, there's children don't. out there. <laughs> I've already had a, a, a Cubby Kool-Aid shot, and I'm drinking a Budweiser over here. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, Jack says, I'm hearing the Cubs are going to be going 500 after this homestand. Can anyone confirm these reports? Ooh. Uh, listen, I just I just know they're playing better baseball. And yeah. maybe the Dodgers and White Sox were rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, like I said. You know, maybe that was rock bottom, and that's where they needed to build up from. Yeah. I still say it probably falls somewhere in between, but. I agree. Nights like tonight are nights that you have to enjoy as a Cubs fan this season. We will look back on this year. When we look back on this season, we will remember this night. Is this a night where three pieces of the future burst onto the scene? Keegan Thompson we've already seen, but here was in a starting role. Maybe Morrell is the utility guy moving forward, one of those pieces. Nico Horner's hurt. You get another guy that comes in and, and does a nice job. And then, you know, the next part of the puzzle, Brandon Hughes... Here's a 16th round draft pick of the Cubs in 2017. He inherits a runner. We hope we don't have an update yet. Ryan Herrera hopefully will be joining us um, sometime in the podcast from Wrigley Field. He's been at the ballpark tonight. We don't know exactly what happened to Daniel Norris. But clearly it looked like he maybe hyperextended his knee or something with his knee or lower half of the body was Mm -hmm. bothering him. And in comes Hughes making his major league debut, 
with his family sitting there in the front couple rows of the ballpark, and he shoves, as he you shoved, like to dude. say. He, he comes in and shoves, and, <laughs> and Cub Prospects told us this was coming. Brian said yep. a couple weeks ago when we had him in here on the, in the studios, he said, watch for Brandon Hughes. And we were like, who? Yeah. It's, now it, we know. His story is it's awesome, yeah. Former out, well, was a pitcher, then tore his labrum, right? And then, yeah, at Michigan State, he yeah. did. He was both an outfielder and a pitcher, and right. when he tore the labrum, then he stuck with right. And then, you know, outfielder. went back to – they converted him to a pitcher after they drafted him, and he's just – it's a great story. And, again, and I – like, I haven't really said this on this podcast. It's more of, like, what I've said to my friends, what I've said on Twitter. Like, the pitch lab is something. Like, I remember <laughs> when they first announced the pitch lab was a thing, and people had jokes – People, I don't even want to know if you want to call it slander, but the pitch lab, whatever it is, it's a godsend because the Cubs are just, it's its like an assembly line, man. Like, it, am I incredibly shocked to see that Brandon Hughes came up and, like, had the outing he did? A little bit, yeah. I did not expect four four consecutive strikeouts, but I, I had expectations that he was going to show flashes of being good because that's, like, the Cubs' bullpen has been, been that to this point not even just this year but even last year the year before at some points like the the bullpen is going to be a strength for this team for years to come it is going to be something that we do not have to worry about and it's honestly just very very nice to see because for years they really struggled with that if your name wasn't Pedro Strope. Absolutely. We, um, we actually do have an update on uh, Daniel Norris, too. It's Achilles Soreness that okay. forced his exit. All right. Well, that doesn't okay. sound great. That doesn't sound great. Yeah, um, that's actually worse than the hyperextended knee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had been pitch, he's been pitching really, really well the last couple yeah. outings. Right. Uh, and that was kind of a sign that that sweeper, they call it. It's not even like a curveball or a slider. They're just calling it a sweeper now. But that had been working, and Brendan has talked about it. You know, our pitch doctors talked about it a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he's kind of loved the possibility a, for Norris. His last appearance in, against Arizona, came in, faced four batters, all four strikeouts. And I was like, what is going on? And it was in high leverage, too. I mean, I was almost on the edge of, like, being in or out on Daniel Norris. And he came in and, and he, in Arizona, high leverage, against a team that's been hot, had four strikeouts against four batters. And in the late innings, and I was like, "Whatever they did, just keep feeding them that water." I don't know what it is, but <laughs> yeah. So it's a little, it's a little, it sucks tonight that he got hurt. But at least you know we got to see Brandon Hughes, and who knows if he would have pitched if you know if if Norris would have you know stayed in the game. I think or we would have seen but. him eventually, but not on a night that <laughs> had all these things going on. I yeah, mean, um, he is the. Hughes is the first Cubs pitcher to strike out the first four batters he faced in his big league debut since 1974. According to stats, the first pitcher in the modern era of baseball to record five-plus outs in his debut, with all of them being strikeouts. The one he had of Vogelbach was just... Vogelbach was completely lost. That was uh, video game-type stuff. Yeah. Um, I was reading about him during the game. Uh, Tommy Birch from the Des Moines Register... Uh, saying that in tw it was 2019, spring training, they came to him near the end of training, spring training in Arizona, and were like, listen, we don't see the at-bats for you. We will give you your release as an outfielder, and we will do our best to find you another job in Major League Baseball, minor league system somewhere, an opportunity in baseball somewhere, or 
you could try pitching again. And he called his dad. He called his college co- Like, he called a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. His mo- He called his mom. And they all talked about it, and he decided to give pitching a go. Now, keep in mind, he had some pitching background because he was good in high school and he was good in college. Right. Then he converted to all outfielder. Now back to pitcher. But again, that's like jumping from college to the big leagues because 2020, he says he's going to do it in 2019. That's when they approach him. So he's got a season of 2019. But don't forget COVID hits. And right. in 2020, he doesn't even have a season. Right. So forget 2020. So that that year is gone from his life. Yeah. He can just go out and play catch, but it's not with the rest of his teammates. It's mm-hmm. not with coaches. Right. So the fact that he went from that to Wrigley Field and five strikeouts – <laughs> in, in his debut, league, major league debut. Uh, is it's pretty cool, and you could see yeah. the smile on his face, which I thought was awesome yeah. too. Like he enjoyed at some of the strikeouts, he would just kind of turn around and like smile, and he was almost like he knew you knew he couldn't believe it. And when he came into the game, there were two big, huge sighs, like deep breaths, like here we go. Here we, he was trying to calm himself down. Well, yeah, worked out pretty it's, well. I mean, of course, because they're on the Cubs like you love it and we're gonna like I said we're going to remember these moments if Brandon Hughes goes on to be a big part of the Cubs bullpen for the next three four years we're gonna remember this game forever same thing with Christopher Morrell if like he's a big part of the future we're gonna remember this game forever of course we're gonna remember this game throughout the season and when we look back at our favorite games from the year yes we'll remember it but long term who knows but my point is is I think that's one of the coolest things about baseball is when guys make their major league debut and we got guys like Brandon Hughes striking out four consecutive batters to start his debut. We got Christopher Morrell hitting a homer uh, in his ma- like his first major league at bat, having the most elite bat flip when you're up six to nothing. I'm sure all the all the the people like Luke are upset. It's fine. I'm not. <laughs> Like me, I'm all for bat flips. I think people are too angry. No, hold on. I was you want, mainly you want to mainly Brandon Hughes mainly, a Cubby Kool Aid shot. I think I did mine for Brandon already. But oh, you I did the do, Brandon Hughes I, was yeah. the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So this is the Morel one. This then? is for Morel. Okay, yeah, Morel yeah. and yeah. and thirty one. <laughs> I was mainly saying people like Luke's age. So wow, that's listen, man. Thirty one's a lot closer than you were yesterday. Yeah, that's true. Just remember, thirty one's closer than thirty. <laughs> Uh, so Morell's a great story too. You know, he, he comes up again, Hayward appears to have some sort of, well, it appears he has COVID, right? Most likely he had aches, dehydration. And then, uh, the quote from David Ross was, and sure enough, he, it, it is something. So it mm-hmm. appears he's headed to the COVID list. Um, a 22 year old utility man, Morell, triple A, double A Tennessee last year. Signed out of the Dominican Republic by the Cubs in 2015. He's only 22. I didn't realize he was that big, first of all. Yeah, when you he said when he came in, to the plate, you're like, this is a big boy. And I was yeah. like, that is a big guy. And that's an infielder who can also play the outfield. Like, it again, it, who knows how long he's going to be up? Because, again, the only reason he's up is because of Hayward going on the, 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 the list or the injured list, right. whatever you want to call it. And, you know, Morel made the most of his opportunity this first time. We'll see what happens, you know, if, you know, where we're at in two weeks, if Morel's still on the roster, if he's, you know, if he's producing. Either way, though, 
even when Hayward comes back, you would think that they would find a spot for him considering he's a utility guy. But again, he doesn't have a lot of AAA at bats. So right. I, 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 unless he just lights the league on fire like Patrick Wisdom style did last year, like something like that, I would get when they if they send him back. But for right now, we enjoy this homer, and we'll see if he's in the lineup tomorrow. Because yeah. I, I, I saw some people on Cubs Twitter tonight that were like, we started Vargas instead of Morel in a, in a game. And then also, like, as the game got more spread apart, like, they didn't bring him in. So, clearly, people were a little angst. They wanted to see Morel. Yeah. And I don't, I don't got him. him. Yeah, we got him eventually. So, I, I would like to see him get a few starts and, and, and see what happens. Uh, Max Henley saying happy Twitter. birthday, by the way. What's that? He's getting a ton of love on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Brendan was... Davis tweeting about him. Uh, Justin Steele, most electric I've ever heard Wrigley Field. The big guy <laughs> well, in all caps. I mean, he's getting a lot of love from his, uh, that's his awesome. teammates down in AAA. So. Yeah. I mean, it it was electric for the crowd that was there. Like, imagine what that was like for um, a packed stadium. There are a bunch of people saying happy birthday to you on Twitter, yeah. by the way. Shout out to Max. Uh, I was hanging out with him in the left field bleachers last night. He says happy birthday to me. I just want to give him a Very shout cool. out. Very cool. Robbie's uh, yeah. World of Sports said the same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, first of all, it's the eighth inning. It's a blowout game. It's six to nothing. He comes to the plate, and it's 0-2. I, I don't know what your favorite part of the whole thing is, like his whole <laughs> at bat is. But it started great. It's 0-2, and he works it back to 3-2. Mm-hmm. And his teammates get into it. They're all out of the dugout. They're all on the steps and on the railing. And it's a standing ovation from the crowd <laughs> at Wrigley Field as if the game is on the line right. and Sammy Sosa has stepped right. to the plate, right? Isn't that, just, isn't that like what's different about Wrigley Field? Like, well, everybody we, knew we, he was a rookie making his first at-bat. Th- that's true, but like, I don't even... like. I don't know if fans would do that. No. For, at, like, Does do you that think Tigers fans do no, that? I don't think so. No. Like, that's that's why being a Cubs fan and being at Wrigley Field is different. Like, it is. Like, I'm using the slogan that they're using this year. I don't care. Like, it, it really is a different – it's different here, man. Like, people care. People want to see this team succeed. People want to see – Guys like Christopher Morel get a, hit a homer in their first at bat, and even if he didn't hit a homer, they just wanted to see him have a really like have a successful first at bat of his career. It, the fact that it was six to nothing, and he's getting a standing O, like to get a you know to to do something there. Nick G, it's that's awesome. Wrigley. It's a vibe. It is. Everybody it keeps is telling me everything's a vibe. It's a vibe, man. I. Listen, I love that place, man. So the vibe of that at bat, again, right? You've had you've had Keegan Thompson. Yeah. You've had Hughes come up and have this great thing. Then Morell comes up, works the count, gets the standing ovation mm-hmm. in the at bat, and it's not just a no doubter. It's almost out of the ballpark. The <laughs> next great part of the story is the bat flip, right? Which is. You know, something out of a movie. He throws it, and he's <laughs> pumping up the crowd. Like, he's running around like he just won Game 7 of the yeah, World Series. Yes, yes. He, he gets to first base, and the next great part of the story is he misses first base because he's so pumped, and he wants to <laughs> yell at the first base coach. Right. Like, Napoli. Then he goes around the field. He's parading around, like, the whole time going crazy. And as he gets to home, the same thing. The teammates are all out just going nuts. Wilson Contreras is jumping up and down in his catcher's gear. Oh, yeah. Everybody's giving him, like, not just a hug, but, like, 
everybody realizes they've been a, they're going to be a part of this kid's lifetime memory. Yeah, he's right? always like, going to have that. Yeah, I mean, I don't care whatever happens to him as a major league player. I don't know too many things that will top that for him. Yeah, only winning the World Series winning might, World Series, but yeah. like. It's going to be tough to top Hitting that. a walk-off in, like, a, a big game or something like that might. Yeah, but this but is his like first, first major at league bat, bat at Wrigley Field. Right. Uh, and a standing ovation for him, and he's mm-hmm. 22 years old. Like, right. That That is a special moment that right. not only he won't forget, the fans won't forget, and his teammates won't forget. That's true. Now, I mean, Wilson Contreras was going crazy, but he's a guy that also hit yeah, one. Yeah, he was the in last first one to do it. Bat. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Again, yeah, it's uh, it, you're you're pretty, pretty right there on like he probably won't have anything that tops tops that unless he wins a World Series or something like that. But and and if he does, hopefully it's with the Cubs. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like that was just that was just the the how it all played out. I mean, we didn't even what well, we were halfway through the bat. We had no idea he was at the plate because we had just learned the Ed Howard news. Yeah, and we were like, oh shit, Morel's at the plate. And next thing we know, it's 3-2, and he's hitting it out, bat flipping, and we're just like, what is going on? At least I am. I, I, it was the Cody, first time I Cody got out of my seat. Cap, Cody threw his cap I threw the my hat so in celebration. It was the yeah. first time this year with on this podcast or in this building where I threw my hat not pissed off. <laughs> so uh, it, was, it was genuinely one of my favorite moments of the year so far. This The six out of eight sh- uh, stretch that the Cubs are playing – uh, they're playing great ball right now, and again, it's just eight games. But they're they're playing so much better that you, you can't help but at least be excited for what is coming down the road. So uh, Jared is asking what happened to Ed Howard. Ed Howard confirmed out for the rest of the season with a serious hip injury. I don't want to bring down the rest of the night <laughs> with that. It's yeah. your birthday. The Cubs won. Uh, but that is what happened to Ed Howard. Howard, uh, the Mount Carmel star, yeah, first round pick of the Cubs, will be out the rest of the season. So you know, hopefully, he makes a speedy recovery, and the Cubs expect that. Um, maybe Ryan will have more information about that uh, when he joins us. Hopefully, later, yeah, in yeah. the podcast. I mean, so many great things about this game. That's the one real negative piece mm-hmm. to the night. But let's not let us drag it down because you know, like I say, enjoy it, enjoy right. it. Enjoy these it's, moments. It's nice to win one, man. And, uh, you know, it. not only, you know, we haven't really, outside of Morel, we haven't really talked about the offense. I know the, the errors really helped them, but Saya driving in those two runs after the two errors, I mean, yeah. we've seen the Cubs many times this year already where the, the team tries to give them something and the Cubs find a way to, to not come up with anything. So, and and Brubaker had been pitching pretty well, and like I actually feel bad for him a little bit for all the the, the loss that he took on his record because he didn't deserve the loss tonight. Um, but you know, Saya getting those the, those two hit or those two he maybe RB, deserved two the runs. loss, but he didn't deserve a lot of those runs for sure. And that's mainly what I'm saying. Yeah, and uh, you know, like Jonathan VR got his first Cubs homer, like. I mean, Cody, the last three wins against the Pirates, I believe, are 37 to nothing. I was never a math major, believe me. Me neither. Is that right? Can 21, somebody confirm that, right? 21 to 0, the nine first to nothing one. 9 to nothing yesterday, it's and then 7 to nothing. 37 yeah. to nothing against the Pirates. 
Yeah. I mean, but, say what you want to. Three. It doesn't matter if you're playing the Pirates. Three shutouts against a big league team. Any the big first league month team, of, yeah. yeah. That is just flat-out impressive. Yeah. Well, the bullpen was great, and, and in reality, this whole game was a bullpen game. You know, like Keegan Thompson has been – he started, but he's been a member of the bullpen all season. So, in reality, you had bullpen guys going out there, and other than – Keegan and a little bit of Norris, it wasn't necessarily normal guys out there. Yeah. You know, you didn't have to use F. Ross. Robertson's right. still not even there. It's a great rest Given, night for... Givens didn't throw again tonight. Right. Like, you're you're getting other guys starting to come up. And, you know, we talk about these three young guys that had great games. And then, you know, early in the night, I thought, well, we'll be talking about, say, a six-game hitting streak. Yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, like, that gets lost in the shuffle that, that he's... We're not even, we haven't even talked again. about Vogelbach and uh, Contreras. Well, I was going to say Saya. So Saya had, <laughs> you know, a hitting streak extended, but then he also had the perfect throw. And don't get me oh, wrong, yeah. if you're going to throw somebody out at home, it's Vogelbach, <laughs> but you have to put the throw on the money. Please, uh, if you don't follow <laughs> us on Twitter, it's uh, at CHGO underscore Cubs. We have a pull-up. We're asking who would win a race to home plate. Yachty, Dan Vogelbach, or current Miggy Montero? And there's only one right answer for that. So head on over there and, and cast your vote because every mo- vote matters. And I'm looking forward to seeing the results when the, the time is up, which is a whole day, so tomorrow night. Oh, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, Ravi says Cubs pitching has been pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yes, it has been, man. It's a, It's – it's pl- and the, we when we say Cubs pitching, most of this year we've been saying the bullpen, but right. the starting pitching has been really good over the last eight games, honestly. I mean, I know Thompson's going to go back to the bullpen when Stroman comes back, but without Stroman, they've still been able to get it done. Uh, you know, wait, Justin Steele on Sunday. You had a, 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 really, a really good outing yesterday. Hendricks was good again, right? Yeah. Like, I mean – Steel was great, obviously. Right. Um, yeah, they, they've been spectacular. Um, and again, they beat, they beat yesterday. a good they beat yeah. a good team in the Pirates. Mm-hmm. I I don't even know what to say about Miley. Like th- that was the funniest part during the broadcast was his him catching a Cliff Bar without even looking. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, they, he's got the headset on during the Cubs rally. <laughs> doesn't want to leave the broadcast because he doesn't want to jinx the players right. that are having a good inning. And I think it was. Gomes threw a cliff bar at him. I I, I don't and know. And that's who it the was. meme that's out now. Is, yeah. is it a meme or a gif or a gif? Well, it it was uh, it was simp- Is it a gif? It, it, either way, it was. You uh, call that a gif? I call it a gif too. Uh, but it was tweeted out by. Yeah, meme uh, would be stagnant, right? Forget it. How you say his last name? Lance Brozowski. Brozowski. He's from Marquis, big analytics pitching guy. Yeah. He's their pitch doctor. He's their pitch doctor, yeah. Um, Rozdowski, I believe. I don't, yes. I don't want to say that incorrectly. He does a nice job. He does. He does do a really great job. But it was a really funny clip, though. And, <laughs> I mean, again, there were so many things from tonight's game, and we're talking about that now here. How many minutes are we in? Like, at least a half hour at this point. Yeah, right? like, exactly <laughs> exactly 30 minutes in. So, yeah, man, like, it's, uh, it's, it's great to have these types of nights and – the Cubs pitching staff from top to bottom right now is just just out there shoving, man. And then the the beautiful thing is it's like it doesn't there's there's no one out there that's like really been able to 
expose them. I mean, they pitched well against the Padres. They, I know. They've, they've pitched well against other good teams, too. I mean, even those two games they lost to the White Sox, they, they lost, but they were, they, were, yeah. they were very well pitched. Like, you know, maybe the Dodgers was the one, the one but, like, the Dodgers are stacked. Like, they're, they're you know, like, how, how do you measure A lot of guys are losing to the Dodgers. Right. But a lot of teams are losing to the Padres, too. Robbie says, this is a fun Cubs team. Yeah. Now, we weren't saying that. During the Dodgers and Sox series, it's literally it was, been a week. We almost oh, just a little over a week where the when the Dodgers series ended, right? Right, but so that's I mean that's kind of the roller coaster ride. I think you're going to yeah. be on this. Remember, season with we this came team. in here last Monday. We were, you were telling me this team is not going to win however many games. I was like, well, with I had you. predicted 71 on the season. I said we need to go in and readjust those. Yeah, we were we went into last week uh, Cubs pregame on Monday. And we were all, me, you, and Ryan were like, we'll be happy if they go two and four. And then they go four and two on the West Coast road, tri- road trip. And now they're two and oh at home to start. Like, I don't get it. But we ride the wave, man. Keep riding and take, like, take advantage of, of the schedule. They got, what, one more against Pittsburgh tomorrow. Yep. Then they got four against the Diamondbacks, who they've already won two or three. Then they got the Reds. And then the Sox at the end of the month, who, yeah, I know they beat the Cubs twice, but, I mean, let's be real. They, ha- they they're, only they're have a few. They're a beatable team right now, they yeah. Ha- they barely have more wins than the Cubs right now. Like, getting back to 500 is. It's possible. It, it's possible here yeah. in a couple of weeks. You're right. Right. It could happen. And then if that happens, who I'm not saying that you don't do this and you don't do that, but it at least, like, gives you some optimism going into June, right? Well, and and another reason you should be optimistic about the way they've played is you've been without your ace, Stroman, yeah. basically the entire month. You've been out without Nico Horner, who had been your hottest hitter, right? right? So, I mean, like, you, you've been missing guys. Miley is first getting back to the team. Hendricks was off to a slow start and now seems to be, in true Kyle Hendricks fashion, finding himself, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and Contreras is playing great baseball. Right. What I, I don't know what was said. Like I'm I, again. I want Ryan to come on because I'm curious yeah. if Contreras will say what went on with him and Vogelbach because former minor league teammates. It looked like Wilson was reaching around to say, "Are you okay?" And then accidentally hit him with the glove in the face. Mm-hmm. And then Vogelbach, they kind of stood up close to each other. I don't know if there was a miscommunication or if. Vogelbach just didn't want any of the love because his team was getting beat, and he had just had to truck around to a triple, which he probably never wanted to do ever in his life, but it was his first (laughs) major league triple. He was probably angry, yeah, tired, exhausted. Then he had to run (laughs) fast home. He was probably like, this is the worst day of my life. Because that that man's four bills. Yeah. Like he's he's a big guy from from major as far as major league players go, he's about as big a guy as you'll see out there. Oh, yeah. Like Prince Fielder was a big guy, but Vogelbach yeah. is, well, he used to call him Vogelbombs. He, he honestly kind of makes him, he kind of makes Pujols and Yachty look small a little bit. But he got around the bases to get yeah. that triple at Wrigley Field. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean to hate on the guy a lot. He was a former Cubs prospect. I remember when people really were excited about him. Uh, so when it comes to him and whatever this, whatever was with Contreras. I don't think it was a big thing. I don't thing. think it was a big thing. Uh, I, I feel like maybe there was uh, 
miscommunication because it did look like Contreras was just trying to make sure he was okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's got he got thrown out at home, and he probably knows that jokes were coming because he is a big yeah. dude, and he probably just you know got emotional. And, and I get that. I mean, I'm I'm a big dude. I got the jokes when I was in high school too. Yeah, so. Nobody wants nobody no, wants no. jokes about that. But I yeah. like saying. I think you're right. He knew that was coming. I think he was angry that he had just done all that running. He yeah. certainly was a little winded for sure, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and and it was a it was a fairly it wasn't like uh, he was he was out by he was he was out by he was out by but, a but mile. that's because the throw was perfect. I mean, yeah, if you don't put the throw. throw on the money, he's actually safe at the plate. Right. So like it was the right move really for him to go, in my opinion. Um, yeah. The only way I feel like your birthday could be better is if you hit on your points bet moves. How'd you do tonight? Oh, man. My birthday did get better because I had Cubs' first five, uh, first five innings. They were definitely winning after the first five innings. I had Cubs' money line. Uh, unfortunately, I had uh, JT Brubaker under four and a half strikeouts. I should have taken Keegan Thompson over three and a half strikeouts, but I'll take two and one. That's positive. I made all those points. Uh, <laughs> I made all those bets on points back, Luke. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. That's the place to do That's it. It's the place to be, and especially if you want to support CHGO, you should download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email PointsBet at allCHGO.com, and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay for the first time ever. Build the perfect live same-game parlay only with points bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. And now online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the points bet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. And I say it every show, if Luke can do it, so can you. I'm getting older too, so if I can do it, you can as well. Do you need to borrow my readers for that, <laughs> for that read yet? I, not yet. I, I'm good. I'm still good. I'm I'll still give good it another two years. <laughs> uh, signing up with the fastest sports book is now easier than ever. So you can start living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And I'm going to drink it this beer to celebrate my two bets I won today. There it is. <laughs> Drink it down. Uh, CHGO, we're here to celebrate birthdays. We're here to make sports more fun in the yeah. city of Chicago. Uh, podcasts, live shows on every team every day, post-game shows, premium written content for the members at allchgo.com. That's where you can find all Ryan stuff, Jared Willis writing for us, uh, dope merch for all the teams. The shirts are great. They're not only cool designs, they're soft, they're comfortable, Ooh. They fit nicely. They're they going to be soft. your favorite new T-shirt. And you get a free shirt when you become a member. Yeah. So that's clutch. And uh, members only, Discord, the CHGO Lounge. Um, Marcus is saying, right now we are playing good. I love it. And I just really want to see these young kids develop and grow. think that's the most important thing. I'm 100% agree 100%. with Marcus. Like, that is... And he's that someone who's what you want to see. He's been in our stream before, and a lot of his comments have normally been pretty negative. And like, I get it from a very understandable, like I've, I've it's a realistic, realistically. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see something 
positive from him tonight. Just a little switch up. I like it. Max, by the way, says the Cardinals are too old to be scared of. I don't know anybody that's scared of the Cardinals this season, to be honest with you. I like the Brewers are the they class lost the of the division. Williams and that's, today. that's why when we made our preseason <laughs> predictions, we said to think that the Cubs could finish ahead of the Cardinals and be in second place in the division, crazier things have happened in baseball, despite the fact that the Cubs had question marks at almost every position on the field other than catcher. Yeah, yeah, and... Uh, you know, we there's no way that we should just, you know, what the Cardinals are. I, I have the standings up right now. They are twenty and sixteen. Like there's, there's no reason to think that they're not going to at least be in it at the end of the year. That's for sure. Well, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying they're a bad team. I'm just saying they're not. I would agree with the, the uh, post that yeah, they're not. They're not they're yeah, not we, a team we, to be we, afraid of. We should not be afraid of them. No, especially with the way the Cubs are playing right now. Um, but one thing that would be really cool to see is if this team, when they do play St. Louis eventually, because they have not played them yet this year, is if they compete well against them. That only builds confidence for a young team like this team, and. Uh, that goes a long way. I'm not saying it's going to be like 2015. We're going to no. I'm not saying anything like that. But I do think that it it does plant that seed out there that if they can if, if they do play well against them, that it could be something that we see blossom over time. So um, yeah, the Cardinals are having a retirement tour for an overrated catcher, a Hall of Fame first baseman, and a pitcher that honestly is kind of underrated. But you know. Good for them, I guess. Mainly, it's like they're they're celebrating an overrated catcher. That's you just took the, the words point. right out of my mouth. I was going to say this is just a retirement tour year for them. They yeah. might sneak into a wild card spot. They're not a bear. They're not a good baseball no. team. They don't even. And have it's their a ace. shame because they they spent all this money for Goldschmidt and they they traded for Arenado. You'd think they'd be going all in to try and win. When you know Michaelis is nice, like he's having a bounce back season after last year. You know, Jack Flattery, if he could stay healthy, that would really change their team, but he can't. He's not even pitching right now. Uh, and and you're they're literally being carried by an like their forty year old pitcher. You know what I mean? Like they're they're just like and they signed Steven Matz, who I know a lot of Cubs fans were like, Oh, we should go get him and like he just has been whatever. Like, I don't know. Like there's just there really is nothing about them that scares you. They're they Growing up and having to live in Cardinal Nation like I did, and then, you know, as I've gotten older and watched them, they've always had the pitching. And, like, they have pitching, but I think the Cubs pitching staff is better than the Cardinals right now. So, like, I'm just, like, I'm not really afraid of them. And that would be whether they were on the 6-8 and eight stretch, or not 6-8, and eight, but 6 out of their last 8 stretch. Like, even when they weren't playing that well, their pitching was still there. So, uh, you know, I... Again, just not afraid of them. Milwaukee, yeah, they're still good. They're going to be very good, and and, we, and they have to play better against them. But they are – I mean, they are 3-3 three and three against the Brewers this year. Kevin, I knew mm -hmm. that Cody, before he turned 32, would bring up that Yachty is the most overrated catcher in the history of baseball, <laughs> but I wasn't sure it was going to be, like, 12, 13, 14 hours into, like, his, his 31st year. Like, uh, you, you couldn't wait for that. I. You he's hit it not, right away. Cardinals right wrong. out of the gate. He's not wrong. I mean, the Thank last – the last. I'm with you, Cody. <laughs> last couple of years of Yachty at the plate, whew, man, he's like Hayward out there. Will yeah. Collins says, I was there, barely anyone in the park 
Christopher Morrell got all the true Cubs fans up. Barely could hear the call on the replay, still electric. It was, I mean, when we could see on the TV, man, like, it was it was fun. I'll be honest, you know what it sort of reminded me of? Was Bodie when he hit the walk-off, and they were, like, tearing the jersey off him when he came home. Yeah. Got to the home plate. Like, that. it's similar to that, but this was his major league debut, 22 right. years old, works the count full. And everybody starts getting into it, and he he rocks a home run. Like, mm. wasn't just a home run. It On was to Waveland. a bomb. A bomb. And they didn't do the rookie thing where they ignore him. Kevin Kaduck tweeted it out. He goes, they were all so excited, they forgot to ignore him in the dugout. They couldn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, he probably got five or six hugs, like, before he even got to the dugout, he was hugging guys. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, Is he there? Uh, any technical dif- we will get difficulties him in here in tonight? So we think Ryan Herrera will be joining us here shortly. We'll, oh, we see he, him. He, he, we see him in the uh, backdrop here on our monitor. Yeah, we haven't heard him yet. This is where we were yesterday when we ran into some technical difficulties. He's throwing what his hands got, in the air. Kevin? He's like, "I think I can do this." I'm trying to get him in the, trying to get him into the small box. I can't keep talking. Hey, my real balloons quick. aren't. My balloons aren't showing in this shot. They are nice. I like them. Thank you. Do I get to take them home? Yeah, for sure, because they told me they were going to deflate by the end of the night. My girlfriend (laughs) is here. She's sitting over on the couch right now. Where do we we get to put these? We got Ryan. You should don't know. We got this. Oh, Ryan's here? (laughs) We got Ryan. They're going to deflate by the morning, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) What's up, man? How's it going, guys? How you doing? Happy birthday, Cody. Thank you. Good to see you. You're alive back from Vegas. Oh yeah, barely, alive but barely breathing. That was a that was a, that was a good birthday present for you, huh? Well, man, you should have seen Cody Ryan. Like he, on the home run, he was throwing his cap at the wall, jumping up and down. Let's go, let's go! I've never just, been so excited to be up seven to zero. You we know? need we need a camera over there by the couches for that because <laughs> yeah. there there were so many storylines. Like I don't even know where to even start with like. Did everybody talk after the game? This seems like one where you would get a lot of the rookie guys, but, man, they were all great storylines. Even Keegan Thompson was a great storyline. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just funny because Keegan had, like, another great start, and he, like, maybe was the one that talked the least or had yeah. the least amount of time, and anyone was asking the questions. Like, it was it was a lot of something. I like, we were talking about Morrell, his home run, Hughes, five strikeouts in his debut. I mean, Keegan, I mean, it was just – it was – a lot of things going on that it was it was a hectic clubhouse it's like yeah it was, a, it was a pretty hectic clubhouse i'll tell you that much uh what did david ross just have to say about the roster moves today and how that then impacted some of these guys getting opportunities at the last minute today and boy they obviously took advantage of that yeah so i mean we kind of talked to him earlier um like obviously hayward is, is uh il no designation but that's a move that needs to be kind of filled uh, but he just talked about, like, he doesn't look at it as we need to give these prospects a shot. He looks at it as, like, hey, these guys are good, and they can help us win some ball games. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, we always talk about the next great Cubs team and, and, and you know, giving, figuring out or answering questions, figuring things out. I forgot how, what Luke always likes to call it, but <laughs> something like that. Exploring, um, exploring, evaluating. Exploring, <laughs> there you go, yeah. Um, and talk, we talk about that all the time. So, you know, like when this next great Cubs team comes in, you know what you got, right? 
Ross said, at least for today, these moves with Hughes and, and Morelli said, these guys give us a shot to win. And that's how he looks at it. You know, he's the manager at the big, at the big league level. And that's how he looks at it. So, um, clearly they did clearly, you know, Hughes came in in a, in a, in a big spot, you know, with, you know, it's already a two L count Norris kind of, um, we said, you know, he's got uh, right Achilles soreness. I, I want to say that was the diagnosis of his day to day, but you come in in that, in that, in that two old count, it's kind of a big moment and that's your MLB debut. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he does well, obviously Morrell comes in eighth inning, hits his home run. And then it's just that those are the little spots that Ross, you know, he, again, it's good that you're giving the prospects a shot, but it's also Ross likes that as, Hey, these guys are going to help us win. And clearly they did that today. Was there any talk about whatever happened between Dan Vogelbach and Contreras and Post game, uh, me and Luke have kind of talked about it, but we just don't really know what happened. Uh, if, you know, any was it just miscommunication? That's what I thought. Uh, anything there? Yeah, I mean, we Wilson kind of got asked about it. He said that you know he's he's, he's known. They knew he knew Vogelbach, Vogelbach just from the system, being in the in the system together, and um, just that you know. This stuff happened. You kind of saw it on on, on the replay, and Vogel, he said Vogelbach kind of overreacted. This, uh, you know, whatever it was, and then he's like, "But you know what? It's 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 whatever we said, what we said, and kind of you go for." It. He's like, he's like, kind of ended up realizing, like, he's like, you know what? Um, you know, we won the ball game, and they got shut out. So it is what it is. <laughs> That's I mean, so the, Wilson. <laughs> the last three wins against him, thirty-four to nothing. Uh, you know, you and Cody are better evaluators of this than certainly I would be. Sitting in the press box, what was the vibe like when Morrell hit the home run? Because the crowd didn't seem like a huge crowd, but when you see a rookie getting a standing ovation on a 3-2 count, we paused here watching it at the studio because it was like, this is like Sammy Sosa coming up with the bases loaded. Like, was it as loud and electric there as it, as it looked on television? Oh, it was. I mean, even when he walked up to the plate, you kind of you could hear like the, the ovation, the crowd gave which is like a very nice one and obviously when he went out there after in the ninth inning it was it was just as loud but um you know you get in that situation you go down 0-2 you work it in, in, into a full count or whatever it was and then we're, it's kind of one of those where like we're like some people are, you know, are on deadline or some people are trying to finish transcribing <laughs> or finish writing whatever it is but then we're like you kind of got to sit there and watch right you kind of look up and you want to see what happens it's one of those situations where you it's like you really did not want to miss it. Did not want to miss whether, honestly, whether he hit a home run or whether he struck out. I just wanted to see what happened. Um, so I mean, yeah, it, it, it was it was loud in that situation. It got really loud, and then when he hit the home run, kind of if there was a roof at Wrigley Field that would have blown off. Uh, it was it was a it was a really cool moment, obviously for for a young kid, twenty two years old. I mean, it's just yeah, it, it it was it was loud here and for good reason. I mean, that that was, that was a special moment. I always say, I said it actually earlier tonight, I'm like, you know, they were up 6 nothing, and he hadn't even come to the plate, and I said, hey, guys, I said, Cody, we don't need any more heroes here. We need this game to get over with. Like, we need a fast game. You know, the old man in me was like, let's go. I need to get to sleep. Finish this thing off. Now I can actually say, as an old man, I can look at that and go, you know what? That's why you don't rush a game, because in baseball you never know what might be lying ahead in those last couple outs. And sure enough, that was probably the best part of the game. 
Yeah, if anyone, it was if it wasn't for Hughes, anyone who left early, which I don't know why you would leave early in a six to nothing game with the weather as nice as it's been. I know it's a little chillier today, but I don't know why you'd leave early from that Look, game. It was it was still like two two hours and forty minutes. Like yeah, I know. I was live, you can live with that extra. Yeah, I, I, of yeah, course yeah, I can, but I didn't that, know that, that was going to happen. I was like, oh, what could happen now that we, let's just get out of here? Yeah, let's get another Wade Miley. Let's start building on these fast games. I love it. <laughs> get that pitch clock in here out. now. <laughs> uh, any I'm, I'm other? With you that it was that was awesome. It was awesome to get out of here in two hours and 40 minutes or finish the game. I'm, I'm still not out of here, but you know, it, it helps me out. Any other uh, news and nuggets? Uh, we did talk briefly about the Ed Howard injury, and uh, they're now saying, I guess, season ending. We didn't want to spend too much time on it, but anything else, uh, whether it's uh, guys coming back or rehabbing or any other nuggets of news? Yeah, so, um, you know, we asked uh, David Ross kind of about Stroman and – um, we, we saw him in the clubhouse and, and just about his situation. Um, you know, Ross, again, Rick Stroman was placed on, on the IL, no designation. Um, but today Ross said Stroman threw a bullpen. Um, they kind of see how it went, see how he feels, um, tomorrow, maybe the next couple of days after, um, didn't really com- I mean, Stroman didn't really give any comment, uh, while he was in the clubhouse, I didn't really surround him for you know, reasons. <laughs> uh, but Ross said, though, you know, again, they'll monitor how he presents tomorrow. Um, and then he, he could get a start. He said, I forgot what the quote exactly was, but he said he'll get a start in the big leagues really soon, um, potentially in the next turn through the rotation. So um, I, think, I think it's just kind of waiting to, I think I, clearly if he was in the, in the clubhouse, it's kind of one of the things he was cleared, but um, it's just waiting on activating him and, and getting him big like you know he said, he, he said he's still building up like he i think he started throwing a couple days ago got the bullpen obviously today so he's still building up and then you know just kind of waiting till he gets to that point where he can rejoin the rotation sounds good we'll let you go so you can get out of there before the uh, 10 30 mark you know that's mm-hmm. generally yeah. a goal for the press box right yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see we got, we got a lot of <laughs> a lot of good stuff we got a lot of good stuff post-game, so I, I might be here for a little bit. <laughs> nice. All right, so we can look for it at allchgo.com. Uh, members can read yep. Ryan's stuff. It'll be out uh, coming soon. So let's get back to work, and we'll uh, finish up the birthday boys celebration here and uh, <sighs> call it only, a podcast, huh? Only, only an hour and, what, 40 minutes left of my birthday. Yeah, almost Gotta, 32 now. We're celebrating it real hard, yeah. going out with a banger. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sounded so happy about that. Take care. All right. We'll see you, Ryan. We'll see you you guys soon. Talk to you later. Um, Hey, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download that PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only do you get two risk-free bets up to two grand, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you get a free CHGO membership. That unlocks the web content for Ryan right there. And... You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. We call it Dope Merch. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com. We'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online signup is available right now in Illinois. Download the PointsBet app and register your account start to finish all from your phone. It's the fastest sports book, and it's easier than ever. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
Uh, so as the series continues uh, on bef- Wednesday. Before you go, yeah. I just want to say that the MLB Twitter account put out a video and like the top half is the Cubs dugout reacting to Morel and then the bottom half is like Morel hitting the homer and then it like shows the the curtain call as well. They just tweeted it like a half hour ago if no one's seen it. Very just cool. Good stuff. I just want to throw that out there for the people. I mean, all the reactions were amazing at the ballpark. Like yeah. that's why you watch a baseball game is to see something like that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were multiple moments like that in this shutout win over the Pirates, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I was I was thinking about like that was a great moment of that we had later in the day. The earlier part of the day was your birthday celebration. I had the pinata here I surprised <laughs> you with. And it's on our TikTok, is that right? Yeah, it's on our TikTok CHGO. Can we play the audio portion of it, Kevin? Oh, of I'm only going to describe what happens here that you can't see is Oh, I got the whole video. We'll be able to see the whole so thing. So you can see it. If you're watching on YouTube, we'll give you a couple seconds if you're on Twitter to get over to YouTube because that's the clearest video. I will just say the building damage was minimal. Minimal. We'll say it's minimal. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Here we go. All right, here we go. It's 40th birthday. 31st birthday. So we got him a pinata. Swing away, baby. First swing's good. You gotta swing harder than that. Come on, hit it. No. Oh, now you took out the wall. <laughs> Take the building down. More. More. Axa <laughs> <laughs> pinata off the hang. That was the sorry as Shout out to Casey. I mean, you went up to get that pitch high in the zone, the last <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. And I will point out, I went with the good stuff. Kit Kat and Twix. Yes. No garbage candy in there. Yes. No garbage candy. Only the best for you. Oh, my God. That's just good stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, CHGO Sports on TikTok. That's a big promotion by us. Um, thanks, thank you, thank you, Luke, for going and buying the pinata. And listen, shout out to the nud, like the little shit I broke in the wall. I feel like we could tape it together, and when Ryan's birthday comes up, (laughs) he would not know the difference. Like we could, that that's possibly reusable. Yeah, perhaps. A lot perhaps. of duct tape, but duct tape does wonders on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, series finale, Mitch Keller against Drew Smiley. Now, you look at this, and this should be the game that they should win. Now, baseball is a weird sport, and anything can happen, but you're facing a guy who's 0-5 with an ERA that's starting to push near 7. Right. Um, so if the offense can continue what they've been building here, mm-hmm. you know, 9 nothing, 7 nothing. um, that would be nice. Like finish it off now. Don't right. don't take don't party too much tonight, Cody and the right. Cubs, and <laughs> go and finish the job now yeah. when you have a chance on Wednesday. It is only May. These players better be in bed like by midnight, considering <laughs> it's a late night. And you know, let's win a ball game tomorrow. Use your off days wisely. Um, Drew Smiley. Let's just let's just say. It, uh, we we did a post game for his game for the game he pitched on Friday. He was actually pretty good. He gave up four runs, 
Three of them were because of a few, because of some de- defensive miscues, we believe, right? Mm-hmm. He gave up some hard contact for sure. And then he had a wild pitch um, that allowed the Diamondbacks to get that fourth run. But overall, he was pretty good. He was able to go in the sixth inning. The Cubs lost four to three. But again, he kept the Cubs in the game. Now he's going up against the Pirates, who, let's be real, they've been, they have not scored a run in their last 18 innings. They've scored one run in their last. 27? Is that how is if I'm mathing correctly? I I think that's the math. Because the, they the Pirates' 20, last yes. three games, they have one run, and that one run was the game that they got no hit in, but scored a run Correct. because of yeah. the Reds being the Reds. Yes. So, yeah. I and think then that's you add, in, you add on an inning from an, uh, two innings from the previous game as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't I even believe know that so. far. So, yeah, their offense is really struggling right now. Um, but Drew Smiley, for the role that he is in with this Cubs team, he's been very solid. 364, 3.64 ERA, 21 strikeouts, six walks, and, you know, in the what handful of starts he has. Yeah, he's been he's been right. everything they needed. He, you talked about Matt's, like Smiley's been as good a signing as Matt's right now. Yeah. And all you're asking is for five innings. With this bullpen, you're asking for five innings. And especially now that the Cubs have been getting length out of their starting rotation. You're really, you're asking for five innings, and even if it's only four, you're you're feeling okay going into tomorrow because, again, you've been getting length, so you, you so you can you can tolerate one iffy. You know what I mean? So uh, the Cubs should win tomorrow. They should sweep tomorrow, but baseball is baseball, and we just don't know. You have to play it out, and, you know, just – after what we've seen in these last two games, you'd think that they're going to come out and finish the job tomorrow. If they, again, if they need to get, if they want to get back to 500, these are the games they got to win. Uh, so far, these two games, the Cubs have been dominating, and it's been fun to watch. There's no reason they shouldn't win tomorrow, and and just keep it rolling, man. It's been a night of vibes. Cody's birthday. <laughs> we had Keegan Thompson. We had Brandon Hughes. We had Christopher Morrell. And we had back-to-back shutouts, and now the Cubs have their first four-game winning streak of the season. So thanks for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast. Corey and Brennan will have the series recap coming up on Wednesday night. Until then, Cubby Kool-Aid shots and fly the W.